Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. Apparently, the words we say not only influence our psychological response, but also physical and physiological, the boy remarked sliding the bookmark between the pages. Waiting for the cafeterie to finish its chore, he stood by the kitchen table pondering on the subject, which his morning reading drawn towards the surface of the mind. Our words and thoughts influence our life, he reflected. That's quite obvious. The more we praise ourselves, sincerely, the happier we can feel, and it can also work the other way around. The beautiful scent of coffee filled the room as the brew boiled. Ready to go, he heard the voice inside his awareness slamming on the gong of consciousness. Ready to write. Sitting down to the page, as per usual, he drew his palms together, mumbled a few words of confirmation inviting the inspiration, and opened the new file on his laptop. What we hold in the mind tends to manifest in the physical plane. He remembered the quote from the book by David Hawkins. He would often remind himself about these ideas, as they were quite empowering to recount. They gave him the feeling of safety whenever trouble of the daily struggles, lack of motivation or anxious thoughts of uncertainty would overshadow the brightness of his inner smile. We are so harsh on ourselves, he reflected. I'm quite sure we're more often harsh than gentle. Recognizing that everyone is different, and in their differences, they are also quite similar when it comes to the self-recognition and self-judgment, the boy picked up the book he was currently studying and found the page which treated on this surprising subject of words affecting the speaker's body and mind. The author, Dale Carnegie, brings up this subject of saying yes or no, stating that it is not only an expression of one's opinion, but also a strong factor in one's behavior following the statement. According to Professor Overstreet, in influencing human behavior, a no response is a most difficult handicap to overcome, quotes the author. When you have said no, all your pride of personality demands that you remain consistent with yourself. The boy bit his lip lost in the thoughts. It then becomes a matter of honor, he concluded. Flipping to the next page, he found the paragraph which was so powerful to encounter earlier that morning. When a person says no, the entire organism, glandular, nervous and muscular, gathers itself together into a condition of rejection, he read the thesis out loud. The whole system sets itself on guard against acceptance. Blown away by the statement, yet again, the boy pondered on the idea of tension, which arises within the organism alongside a mere word, which in itself might not even mean more than a little disagreement. It transforms the verbal communication into a physiological struggle. 
Following the idea, he thought of the many times when his negative approach to a situation would only aggravate rather than help to deal with the occurrence. It's like trying to put out the fire by pouring gasoline on top of it, he smiled hearing his thoughts. Better to stay in the yes, I guess. Looking at the page, he read out the following. When a person says yes, the organism is in a forward-moving, accepting, open attitude. He stopped and thought of the funny movie starring Jim Carrey, Yes Man, which he watched a while back. Would this mean it is also healthier to keep saying yes to yourself rather than a no? Respectful of the fact that he was only a young fellow, who was trying to make sense of all the information and experience which his life offered throughout his days, the boy recognized that although seemingly true, he should probably refrain from stating such opinions without previous confirmation of the truthfulness. We can wonder and ponder, he thought. We can study and learn. But we should first digest and check before we go out into the big wide world claiming we know it all. Happy about the conclusion and worry of the power which was conveyed in both positive and negative expressions of oneself, the boy closed the book and placed it on the pile of the upcoming reads and those in progress. He recognized he was getting wiser through these mental dishes, but he also remembered the statement of probably the wisest man in the history of mankind. One thing only I know, and that is that I know nothing. We should praise ourselves more and use yes rather than a no when in dialogue with ourselves. But we should refrain from imposing our so-called wisdom without the humility of self-reflection. He smiled to his fearful ego and boastful little self. There is a great power in positive humility. Thank you for listening to my story. This week I wanted to raise a point about this whole idea of saying yes and no. I find it quite fascinating that by a mere word we can influence our organism. Like we can physically change the way our organism works in that particular moment. Just through stating the positive or negative and just by saying yes to something or opposing it. The book that I mentioned in the story, actually one of them, is uh, written by Dale Carnegie and it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I must say, it's a great book and the title itself does not give it, in my opinion, what it should. You might think that it's a book about manipulating others, but in my opinion it's actually a book about understanding ourselves and through that understanding others. Surely you could use it for manipulation, but I don't doubt you could use any knowledge for manipulation in the first place. But I would definitely recommend checking it out and just wanted to put it out there because it's probably one of the most powerful books that uh, one can get just to get the gist of how we work as people, especially in social circumstances. Warren Buffett claims that it is the book that changed his life. But anyway, coming back to the idea of uh, saying yes and no, and uh, I would like to focus a bit more about saying yes to yourself, you know, not necessarily saying yes to anything and everything that people put on you or offer you. 
If any of you watched Yes Man with uh, Jim Carrey, you might uh, realize that saying yes to everything might not necessarily be the greatest idea. But when it comes to saying yes to yourself, this is so deep and so important, especially when following your dreams and trying to achieve something, or just, you know, feeling happy, doing what you want to do rather than what you think you should be doing. Every day I find myself criticizing myself for things that I do and for things that I don't do. It's so easy to find the faults in ourselves and it's so easy to try and find the things that we're missing. We're always looking to get better, get stronger, get wiser. And this is a part of our nature, that's why we manage in the world the way we do. We're problem solvers, we're thinkers, we're constantly adapting and overcoming and this is great, this is our huge advantage over the natural world. But we should never forget to appraise ourselves for what we do and realize that there is nothing wrong in giving yourself a compliment and saying yes to a little laid-back option from time to time. I think with anything we do in life, there should be a sort of a balance. If we consider that nothing is inherently bad, then only through our usage and our thinking we make something be good for us or not necessarily. And I think this idea of moderation and understanding your limits and using the resources wisely, being resourceful, is so important. Allow yourself to go out with friends when you feel like it. Just make sure that you've done what you had to do for the day. And similar, allow yourself to fail from time to time because failure is nothing more than a stepping stone to success. And it's such a cliche, but it is. You need to know how to not do something to be able to know how to do it. Simple as that. In the story, I also mention a book uh, by David Hawkins. I believe that this one is Power vs. Force, but there is also another called Letting Go. There's plenty of them, actually. I'll put them in the bio of this episode. I would like you to ponder on this idea of what we hold in the mind tends to manifest in the physical plane. This might sound a bit out of the context, a bit wacky for you, and that's completely fine. I like this idea, I think it's true, and I can see how it works in my life, at least. And I feel that more often than not it works in everyone's life, we might just not realize. The idea of it is that whatever we think about, we do create in some sense, even if it's just our experience of it. And this might be such a topic that possibly I should create another episode about that, so pardon my enthusiasm of jumping straight into it here. But I would like you to consider this idea that the same way as our words influence our physiological and physical response, in the same way our thoughts and our words can influence our life and what happens in it. At the end of the day, think about it this way, regardless whether or not you believe that what you think you create, would you rather be thinking positive thoughts or negative thoughts? And if you cannot stop yourself from thinking negative thoughts, which sometimes happens and it's completely normal, don't think negatively about the negative thoughts. They're just there. You're just experiencing them. Let them pass. 
Same way with positive ones actually, but obviously we like to experience those ones. It's like picking up a cookie from a plate and every now and then the cookie will be sour and you're looking for the sweet ones. You've already picked it up, you've already bit it. Just put it down. You don't have to bite on it more and you don't have to be whining and grinding your teeth about the fact that you just bit it. It's done, it's over. Get to the next one. So yeah, this week I wanted to introduce to you this little idea of uh, saying yes to yourself, praising yourself a bit more and noticing what do you hold in the mind and what do you want to hold in the mind. And I would like to offer you a challenge, quite a radical one, and I will get through the week with you on it, I promise. Try for a week to say yes to any offer given to you by others or by your own mind, as long as it's not going to hurt you in any way or make your life worse than it is right now. Don't let yourself and your negative thinking stop you from enjoying yourself in the moment. And even if it does, don't feel bad about it. It's all a part of the process. So yeah, have a lovely week. I hope you're enjoying yourself in the sun more than before. We're getting into summer now, I hope. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And I'll see you next time.